Oh, Drew, it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday for us. And uh, yeah, what do you got planned for the weekend? I am going to Florida tomorrow, and I'm going to need a ride. Okay, I got to remember that. Um, Episode 18, Josh gives Drew a ride. Oh yeah, like in the car podcast. I I want to hear that. I I really want to hear how that sounded. I know I can just by listening. Oh the the hike podcast. Yeah, so it worked out. Yeah, it worked out well. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't any like wind noise or anything like that. Great, well, but oh, I, there I wasn't think any. The biggest issue I think it was still like mic placement. Yeah, you hear the, a, a lot of rustling. No, no, you don't hear the rustling. It's just it's just about you know the off axis. You know, it's kind of low and muddy. Yeah, the proximity. Instead of being like clear, you don't get a lot of like I had to do a lot of EQing, EQ manipulation to try and make it sound as good as possible. Yeah, so I'm saying. All right, well that's a little behind the scenes here, but otherwise it sounded it sounded great. Well, nice. I hope that uh, listeners enjoyed it. This is nothing to say with Josh and Drew. I'm Josh. I'm Drew. And uh, before we get started, be sure to send any emails you have to nothing to say podcast at gmail.com. And I'm going to splice in eventually some social media stuff, probably yeah. here. All right. So yeah, so I'm uh, I'm flying down. Yeah, talk. Let's let's I'm, let's talk about this flight. I'm flying southwest because that's the only flight. The Greyhound of the skies. The Greyhound of the skies, and it's pretty much the only reasonable flight that uh, under like that six flies bucks, direct. Dude. It's ridiculous. That flies direct. That's the thing. I just want to fly direct. Yeah. I don't want to stop. I used to do. I used to do the stops, the Delta stops in the Delta stops in Atlanta, or the um, United stops in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I just I don't want to deal deal with that anymore. It's you know it's a two hour flight to Orlando, yeah, direct flight. It's like it's just so much easier to do Southwest. So yeah, so I'm flying there tomorrow morning, and then I'll come back on uh, on Tuesday. But you know, one thing I always buy the uh, early bird early bird check in, yeah. To me, it's worth it because like I usually use like points for the Southwest the, flights for the flight. Yeah, but then I'll pay the extra twenty ish dollars, twenty to forty dollars for sure. the early bird because I don't like the anxiety I deal with of getting getting your seat. You deal with that's an issue for you. Yeah, well, just like the check in, you know, like because when if I'm not buying the early bird, then you have to be that you know real quick to check in to try and get the best boarding position. Because I want to be in the A group, obviously, because then family boarding happens after A group and then B group. And then that's when the seats start filling up, you know, and I want I want my window seat. I'm a window guy. You're a window guy? I'm a window guy. I hate you so much. Really? Yeah. Are I'm you, definitely an aisle guy. You're an aisle guy. Yeah. Do you think anyone has ever, on a plane, pulled out a guitar? One of those little travel ones? Any kind of guitar. Do you think, like, um, let's just say they happen to have a row to themselves. You know, I don't. Do you think that's ever happened? Yeah, a hundred percent, it's happened. I don't. I think what it is though, I, I feel like it's embarrassing for the person with the guitar, because as soon as you pull a guitar oh, out on a plane, you realize you shouldn't pull a guitar out on a plane. Of course, it's immediate. I mean, that's that's that is super douchey. Now, 
this is a full-size guitar. You're going to realize pretty quick you shouldn't have the damn thing out. It's those little travel ones that are meant to be taken out, mm -hmm. which are really not meant to be purchased. Those are the ones that I feel like people would actually get into a, a setting, plug their headphones into this stick with metal strings, yeah, and have a good time on a plane. And they would have a good time annoying the shit out of everyone, <laughs> everyone else on the plane. Yeah. It would be... <laughs> can you imagine just some... Because, okay, everyone close your eyes. What does this person look like, Drew? Okay. Describe the person that's playing the guitar on the plane. He... It's a him, obviously. Okay. Probably has a weird hat. So some sort of full-brimmed hat. All right. Um, he definitely has tattoos definitely on his wrist on the inside of his wrist a whisk perhaps yeah and he has a lot of bracelets bracelets woven or plastic or vinyl all sorts oh all okay. sorts he has several layers on of clothing of clothing hmm. um and he has you know very tight jeans and like fancy like italian boots oh okay that you don't know are fancy, but he does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that's what this guy looks like to me. And then he's going to pull out his guitar. And then he's going to very... He's going to try and look like he's really feeling it. You know? Like really like practicing. And you know what? You know what's going to eat at you even more? What? He's going to be really good. <laughs> yeah, he is. This he this, is. this yeah. guy is actually like look at the you you're you're on the plane, you're like, this asshole's really gonna play guitar, and then you're like, This asshole is so good at airplane guitar. And that's that's a thing with these people that have the little travel ones. I feel like your description is spot on. I see a beard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um uh, thick rimmed glasses. Yep. Yeah. Um, which you think don't have a prescription, but he's sitting in front of you and you see through them and you can't see shit, so you know they have a prescription. And um, one gauged ear. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sure. Yep. That's what this guy looks like, and he's and he's and he's killing it. And then you feel bad about yourself at the end of this, not about him. Have you ever dealt with uh, smelly people? Smelly people on a plane? Yeah. That's another awful thing. Smelly. What do you mean, smelly? Smelly in what regard? Smelly in that they well, like, stink. Well, what what flavor smelly? Because there are some there. There is an ethnic smelly, which you're just like, all right, I get it. And then there's a dirty, sweaty, which you're like, all right, I'm obviously sitting in coach. But there is another level of sweaty, which is just. It's that like fat smelly. Oh boy. The fat smelly is what gets me. There's there's a lot of there's there's a lot of stuff here, folks. The fat the fat people in public. I'm I'm realizing now I have a problem with. Yeah, yeah. Because when you smell the dairy, <laughs> the dairy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the dairy. Yeah, yeah. When big people start smelling like dairy, like the powder they have to put on between their flappy folds is starting to like mix with the sweat to make batter. That. That's what I think it is. I don't really know what the smell is. Maybe it's like baby oil cooking. I don't know. But there is definitely an odor that is like a milky, it's like a milky odor. So, I'm by no means skinny, by the way, but I could smell someone that's fatter than me. I cannot, I, I, I could close my eyes and be like, oh, you're definitely bigger than I am. Is that weird? So you're definitely then going to be pro 
two tickets for one person. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. They should charge for seatbelt extenders. They just should. If you're having okay. to use a seatbelt extender, I'm sorry. Like, it should be equal opportunity. Cause, but it, the thing with being that big is that it's not a disability. I don't. I have it. I have a hard time calling things that you did to yourself a disability. And and I'm trying to think in my head like, what could someone do to themselves on purpose that would really count as a disability? I don't know. Like, people with no legs. Weren't like, oh, just didn't care about my legs. Time to come cut these off. No, these are people that made a decision that being in regular sized places is not what they need in yeah, life. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, is is being overweight a disability? No, no, well, it's not a disability. Well, well, when okay, if you don't accommodate these people, I think they could make like a fuss. Of course, they can make a fuss. Yeah, you don't fit on a plane, dude. I'm sorry. You need to work on yourself so you could fit where people for generations have fit. Work on yourself. I'm not saying that it's bad that you're that big, but I don't think you should expect the world to just bow down and kowtow to the fact that you're a kowtow. What would you do if you were on not Southwest, so assigned seats, you had to be in the middle and you were between two big people. I would ask to leave. You'd ask to leave, leave wait, the plane? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, it depends how far the flight is. So if it... I'm trying to think what my... Okay, my limit... Four hours. Doing it. You're doing it. I'm, I'm doing it, yeah. You could, Five hours. Oh, boy. Um, so right around five hours is where it starts getting... Is You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. It's around eight. That's my limit. Eight hours? Yeah. So you'll be... You'll sit... You'll sit bitch for eight hours between the two people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would be assigned a seat. That's the bitch seat. I probably wouldn't sit there very long. You would roam the cabin? I would roam the cabin for most of the flight. And I would talk to the to the staff and just let them know, hey, I'm doing this because I can't. I can't stand to sit next to Tubby over there. I can't. And And they understand. As long as I stay out of their way. That's the big thing. Now, now speaking of which, now let's say let's get off the topic of sure. big people. Let's just say large people, tall, like just size big. You know, like pull it from the corner out big, and uh, like a, okay. like a window resize. Okay. Now, do you like? Let's say it's a big, big dude, wide, a wide gentleman, yeah, big shoulders, yeah. big arms, whatever, yeah. And do you do you let do you let each other touch? Do you touch? And then do you just like touch the whole flight, or do you do you try and reposition so you're not touching? I try to reposition so we're not touching. That's what I. That's what I try to. Because you're an aisle guy, right? So you have to lean into the aisle in order not to, not for your shoulders to touch. Yeah, the guy but I, the guy next to you. I always have something to lean on. Yeah, that's true. Being an aisle guy, though, I could also deal with being next to someone that's way bigger, because. The aisle um, armrests come up, so I could actually sit half ass, mm. and then kind of be more more in the aisle. But that's not really fair for you, you know. It isn't. But if I need to take a break from roaming, sure. I, I, at <laughs> least I know where I can go. Yeah. Um, 
that yeah it's a weird it's a weird subject because i do feel bad for some people that are super overweight to the point where they can't really function properly but at the same time on a flight like where where your rights intersect with mine and impede mine is where like is where they end i don't feel like you should have a right to be super big leaking over two seats and touching other people okay hold on now going back to what i just said yeah now I'm I'm a window guy window. and yeah, you're screwed, I'm dude. I'm almost always again Southwest I'm always yeah. the first one in and then you know I I don't go on very long flights often so the short flights so I'm there I don't I don't get up sure now one thing that I do is that you know I establish my space yeah you have to as a window guy if someone that that same gentleman who comes in and then all of a sudden we're touching shoulders yeah. I don't move. We're touching shoulders this whole flight. The whole flight? Yeah. I don't I don't lean out because I've already established my space and I give him the armrest. Like the middle person, yeah. in my opinion, gets both armrests. I'm a window guy. I have the the comfort of the window. I have my one armrest that I can lean. I can lean against the wall. But if I'm establishing my space and I'm not on the armrest and our arms are touching. Well, I guess we're touching. Oh, so you were saying you're not even on the armrest. No, I'm not on the armrest. And you're touching? Yeah. Oh, then I would definitely, I would have to at that point. Yeah, like I'm not going to like squeeze my arm in in order to yeah. avoid touching. We're just going to be touching, I guess. Or what I'll do is usually if they're big enough to the point where I where we are touching, I do the opposite of what they're doing in the incline factor. Oh. Usually bigger people... Th- wider fatter whatever you want to call it they're usually pretty understanding like they know what everyone has to deal with um deal with is a wrong word they know what they have to no deal with is the right word they will lean back sometimes or if you're already leaning back it's it it i think it's like a race to lean back because you have to put up you have to put up your seat right before you take off and then it's i got to get back and establish myself and then you kind of line up so that they're extra can kind of be in front of you if you're laying back. They kind of leak. Okay. Okay. Or if they're already down, you're just you're just accepting. So you're you're you just the front to back axis yeah. in order to avoid the side to side axis. Yes. Interesting. I could. That's yeah. Smart. That's another way that's to smart. control it. Um, something I found out on this last flight I was on to um, Chicago was, you if you slide like if you dig your butt into the seat and just slide forward, the seat cushion at least in the very back of the plane tears off it's velcroed on yeah because your seat can also be used as a flotation device i use it as a flotation device to make a semi lay down bed interesting i yeah i discovered this in my last flight and i think the stewardess saw me discover and we kind of had like this knowing nod like yep you figured it out dude (laughs) so if you slide if you dig in to the thing and then you slide forward it kind of it kind of gives a little bit Making essentially your butt to leg situation, you're 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 laid out a little more. Yeah, yeah. So you're I as get, far back it. as you can go, and then your butt comes out, and you just hear like a little a little tear, and it's it's actually really nice. That's interesting. I might have to try that. Try it out. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, and hopefully you'll 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 teach a fellow traveler how to really work the seat system. I don't know how Southwest works. We were on. I think United or Delta, and it was sweet. We were on American. It okay. Worked, it works on American. Okay. 
Um, another thing that was weird about American though is the stewardess in the back. She has to sit on like the seat that comes out in front of the bathroom. Yeah, 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 like a pullout. Yeah, seat. I didn't know that there like, until I started hanging out back there more. I didn't know that they actually have to sit in front of the bathroom and get up whenever someone has to poop or use or use the bathroom. Really? Yeah, because it pulls out literally in front. It was a smaller plane. Pulls out in front of like the it bathroom blocks, door. It blocks the door. Yeah, you can't get in the bathroom, which I thought was interesting. Um, That's a horrible place to have to sit. Yeah. For her. Yeah. But they, were, but they were, but but they were a fun crew. Yeah, I'm sure they were. They were having a blast. And it's, yeah, next time you're on a flight, you guys should definitely try this out. Talk to the people that are doing the service if you have a chance. They're usually nice. If it's a later in the in in, in the day flight, you probably don't want to talk to them because they're miserable from having been flying all day. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, you got anything else? No, no. You're so just ready for your flight tomorrow. I'm ready, I'm ready for my flight. I'm drop you off at five thirty in the morning. Yes. Okay. Yep. It's gonna be early. Where are you where are you flying into? Orlando. Or Orlando. Nice. Gonna go see see the folks, family for Easter. See my see my sister. What do you guys do for Easter? Usually we would go to Vera Beach to my grandparents' house. Yeah, and uh, this time my parents just finished remodeling the kitchen. Oh, and so their goal was if they could finish it before Easter, then we're gonna have Easter at that with the new kitchen. Nice. So I think now I don't I don't know if my grandparents are coming. I certainly hope they do. But um, but they uh, but it'll be be at my parents' house in in Orlando now, and I'm excited. You know, I've I've been. It was kind of like a last minute trip, mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, I think I think my sister might have mentioned like, oh, you should come down for Easter or some or, yeah, yeah. I think it was my sister's idea actually, and I was like, oh, maybe yeah, maybe I should do that. And then I looked into it, and then I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. And, like I found a good good price. It was yeah, like two hundred bucks for the whole flight. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, so I'm doing it, and I'm gonna stay till Tuesday. Fly back Tuesday night, uh, and I'm not working, so I'm just gonna be chilling, hanging out with my folks. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So you guys do the? Is there are, are there any Easter foods? Mm, no, no. You guys don't do like a ham or anything? That's a very I don't American think, thing. No, there's not. There's not a specific Easter dish. I mean, obviously it's a big dinner. It's fancy. Yeah. You know, fancy-ish, but see, I, I've I've never done that, but I saw it on TV. I got I got Easter baskets. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I got Easter. We baskets. did the uh, like a like an Easter egg hunt, but never, but never the big dinner thing. I always I always saw it on TV and thought it was kind of weird. But do you? Do are you, you? Are you? Are you going to church? I think we're gonna. Yeah, I think we're gonna go to church. Try that out. Um, just to. Just to have something to do on Sunday to feel like we're doing something. Yeah. And then... Um, well, if you get bored, uh, hit up Drew because he's he's Jewish and he's going to be eating Chinese food at night. Why? Is he not allowed to have... Because that's the only place that's open. Everything's closed. On, on Easter? Easter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, we know Chick-fil-A is closed. Yeah. They're like <laughs> double closed. <laughs> double closed, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, I should probably hit him up for... um, On Saturday, we'll have a nice... Meal or something, definitely. Yeah. Shit, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Is he off on Sundays now? Yes, he's always off on Sundays. Okay, it was the Sabbath that he is not going to work. When is that? May? Did they did they give up on that? I don't know. I don't All right, know. well, we'll it, check on our Jewish yeah. friend Drew. <laughs> um, this is nothing to say podcast with Josh and Drew. I'm Josh. I'm Drew, 
and we'll see you next week. See ya.